Hey, what's up everybody, Brad Hussey here. This is episode number 17 of the Marketing Honestly Show. Today we're gonna to talk about dark patterns. Dark patterns. The darkest patterns. <sighs> Welcome to Marketing Honestly, a podcast that helps internet-powered entrepreneurs become more ethical and honest marketers. All right, so dark patterns. It sounds super creepy, doesn't it? Well, it kind of is. Uh, so have you ever heard of a dark pattern? Anyone? Chances are you haven't heard of a dark pattern, but you've probably been the victim of one. Happens all the time. Everyone from bloggers to large e-commerce companies, heck, even I've used this before, not even realizing, we'll get to that in a moment, but everyone from the bloggers to the marketers and large e-commerce companies are employing dark patterns, and it is awful. The term dark pattern was originally coined by user experience specialist Harry Brignall. I hope I'm getting that name right. Uh, I link his website up in the show notes, and he defines dark patterns as such. Dark patterns are tricks used in websites and apps that make you do things that you didn't mean to, like buying or signing up for something. Dark patterns. So the purpose of his website, darkpatterns.org, is to quote-unquote spread awareness and to shame companies that use dark patterns. So what kind of dark patterns are there? Well, there are at least a dozen, you know, categorized recorded types of dark patterns according to darkpatterns.org and you can find them all on that website but here's a list of just a few that I find particularly interesting so this one's called the price comparison prevention so a price comparison prevention is where the retailer makes it difficult to compare prices preventing the customer from making an informed decision likely to increase the chances of accidentally spending more money. So you, on purpose, hide the prices of similar products so that you could probably buy the more expensive one, so that you won't go through the hassle of looking and price comparing. So that's a dark, dark pattern. Here's another dark pattern. This one's called privacy zuckering. And yes, that name is intentional. It was called that. Um, because Facebook did this all the time where you're basically tricked into um, sharing information about yourself that you never really meant to. So when we like fill out a profile, when we, you know, when we first started up with Facebook, you know, you'd fill out all this information. It was really exciting to share all this or to, to fill out forms with all your information, like, you know, your hobbies, you know, you could share all this stuff. And then then what happens is then, you know, all that information is shared for everyone to see. And you maybe think about it and didn't really intend for that to happen. And this is from the darkpatterns.org website. Um, they said that privacy zuckering seems to take place mainly behind the scenes now, um, thanks to what is called the data brokerage industry. So they say, here's how it works. When you use a service like store a credit card, the small print hidden in the terms and conditions gives them permission to sell your personal data to anyone. And then data brokers buy it and combine it with everything else uh, that they find about you online into a profile, which they can then resell. So it's very much a dark pattern, probably one of the most malicious of the dark patterns. Other dark patterns are just kind of annoying, whereas this one is actually, when it comes to your personal privacy, is very sketchy. So that's another dark pattern. 
Um, this one, the next one is called confirm shaming. And this one I've grown to seriously dislike the practice of. And I say that because I actually realized that I used to do this too on a couple of the websites that I have. Um, I've, I've used this before, not even realizing you know, that it was a dark pattern or that really it was that bad. And I guess it was my prior to marketing, honestly, where, you know, I didn't really think that much about the tactics that I would use. And I think that's the case for most marketers and online course creators and entrepreneurs where they just don't really think the, the why through, they just do it because everyone else is doing it. So Confirm shaming is where the user is guilted into opting into something, usually a free newsletter, by wording the no thanks or decline option in a way that shames the user for considering to even decline. So for example, let's say you're on a website, let's say the Marketing Honestly website, and um, a modal window, a pop-up window comes up and says, hey, would you like to join the Marketing Honestly Monday newsletter? We're going to share you some awesome, fresh weekly tips on how to be a better, more honest marketer. And then you have two options, a big yellow button that says, yes, I am honest. And then a small link below that, that says, no, I like lying to people. Dark patterns. So you're probably, you know, maybe you're, you know, you've seen this before. Maybe you're nodding your head and going, oh, I've seen that pattern, that dark pattern before where a, a blogger, you're reading a blog and then a, their pop-up window comes up and says, Hey, do you want to join my newsletter or, you know, enroll in my, email course or enroll in whatever, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with asking people to opt into your freaking newsletter. I do that all the time. It's a totally uh, normal, fine, acceptable thing to do. You capturing leads and getting them to opt into your email newsletters. You can build a relationship with them. But then when you do it in such a manner that employs dark patterns, then that's just, that sucks. Okay. So, Hey, do you want to join my thing? Click yes. If you're awesome, click no, if you're a stupid person. That's essentially what it is. You're shaming the person into confirming, you know, uh, into to doing something that they never really wanted to do. So, you know, it's possible that, you know, I think at first that actually worked really well, confirm shaming, but then really quickly users began to realize that it's super lame. So if you're confirm shaming, if you have a modal window or a website or a pop-up or an opt-in on your website or your blog, or your e-commerce site or whatever that uses confirm shaming, knock it off. It sucks. Okay. And if you see any of my websites with confirm shaming, then let me know so I can fix it. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm holier than thou. Like I've used this stuff. Um, I think I used it actually on my code college website. At one point there was a modal window that pops up and it's usually in modal windows. Um, and a modal window is a pop-up window. Just that's the term that web developers use. Um, and I think it was like, a discount to a course or like a trial of the membership. And it was like, Hey, uh, do you want to claim this discount? And then the confirm button was, yes, I like discounts. And the decline button was no, I like paying full price. Dark patterns. And I realized like that's, that's a dark pattern. That's lame. That's confirm shaming. So don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do that. It's super lame. Okay. So there are many other dark patterns that don't necessarily fall into the categories that are listed on the darkpatterns.org website, but would still very much be considered a dark pattern. You might even be know some off the top of your head. So here's another example, tricking you into a purchase. So let's say you're offered a free trial of an iPhone app that you want to test out before you buy. And the sign up form says there is no obligation to purchase. Then 
on your iPhone, the little finger ID or face ID pop-up appears, you know, when you confirm a download or purchase, you know, and they want like your password essentially that pops up, it appears and you assume it's simply to confirm the download as is the case with free apps. So when you download a free app on the app store, the finger ID or face ID pop-up will still appear for you to confirm the free download. So we're used to this. It's habitual. And then let's say that pops up, you confirm it, and then you find out that you actually purchased the subscription. So you realize it was a deceptive trick to get you to purchase the annual subscription or the product or the service. So this is a dark pattern because the user experience designer knows full well that the average iPhone user will, without even thinking, habitually enter their finger ID or face ID without even reading the text on the pop-up window, therefore tricking the user into signing up for a paid subscription. So this example was actually an exact scenario. Uh, in the show notes, I'll link up the Twitter thread. Somebody actually shared that they went to sign up for a free trial of something, and then they accidentally you know, habitually entered their face ID or th finger ID and then confirmed a subscription without even realizing it. Uh, and obviously it was a dark pattern. So that Twitter thread is there. And actually the Twitter thread is linked up to uh, dark patterns has a user account on Twitter where they actually share different dark patterns. People will share with dark patterns, the Twitter account, you know, different dark patterns that they come across. And it just helps people to educate themselves and to be aware of, you know, sketchy stuff that's happening on the internet. Dark patterns. So why do people use dark patterns? Well, I have two theories as to why marketers, entrepreneurs, and companies um, use dark patterns. The first theory is what I'm going to call monkey see, monkey do marketing. And they are simply copying what they see others doing on the web, assuming it's a successful and right way to do things, and unconsciously creating dark patterns. This is forgivable, but it's still not okay. You know, that person should probably become aware that their monkey see, monkey do marketing is not doing anyone any favors. In fact, it's actually employing a technique that is unethical. And the second theory is conscious deception. So this is where they are intentionally utilizing dark patterns, whether or not they know it's called a dark pattern, but they're utilizing this at the expense of the user. This is obviously bad. So as consumers, the more we educate ourselves on dark patterns and how we can protect ourselves from them, the less effective they will become and the less they will be employed in the future. That's my thought. And then as marketers, especially those of us who employ monkey see, monkey do marketing, which is just simply copying somebody else who seems to be more successful than yourself so that you can hopefully glean some of that success for yourself. The more that we learn about dark patterns, the less we will unconsciously employ these lame tactics, therefore making the web a little bit better of a place. Remember, honest marketing is the best marketing, and dark patterns are the antithesis to honesty. Well, friends, that's it for today. Thanks for the chat. If you like what I'm doing here at Marketing Honestly, you can show your support by subscribing to the show, leaving a review, sharing with a friend, or heading to marketinghonestly.com for more radical ways to build an ethical online business without the hype. Thank you for listening. My name is Brad Hussey, and remember, honesty is the best marketing. Dark Patterns. Dark Patterns. The Darkest Patterns.